Welcome, 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 ambitious leaders <laughs> to another power-packed episode of The Executive Pill. I am your host, Alex Trimble, and I'm thrilled to have you join us today. This podcast is where we go beyond the ordinary moving past, the cliches of work hard to actually uncover the true secrets of success at the executive level. Uh, now, before we dive into today's interview, um, I have some exciting news to share with you. Again, thanks to your incredible support, the Executive Pill podcast is now one of the top 5% most popular shows in the world. And let me clear, be very clear, this didn't happen by accident. It was you who made this happen. It will be you who continues to determine the success of this show. So, Here's our call to action for all of our amazing listeners. If you enjoy the content we bring you each week and each other week, <laughs> um, we ask for your support. Please click the like button, share your thoughts and questions in the comments section, and most importantly, share the episode with at least two friends today. Your engagement and enthusiasm keeps this community thriving and we couldn't be more grateful. Finally, I am not just your podcast host. I am an award-winning professional speaker and executive coach. I've spent years distilling the strategies and skills required to propel ambitious leaders like you to unprecedented heights in their careers. So if you're seeking an engaging and motivational speaker for your next event, look no further. I've had the privilege of addressing audiences around the world, sharing insights that go beyond the surface and leaving a long lasting impact. Whether it's developing meaningful connections and relationships with your teams, mentors, cliches, or other fellow executives, or your focus is on providing your audience with the strategies required to achieve exceptional success in the face of life's very complex and continual challenges, I've got you covered. Don't miss out on the opportunity to elevate your team and stakeholders' potential. Visit alextrimble.com to book me today to speak at what I promise you will be a spectacular event that will equip your audience with the tools they need to achieve exceptional career goals. Let's make your next event unforgettable together. <laughs> now, with no further ado, let me say today is a good day. <laughs> See, today we have the always amazing, always wonderful, always cool and funny and, and very handsome Alex Trimble. <laughs> yeah, today is a little bit different. Today is uh, January 3rd, 2024. And as you all know, I um, I put on episodes every first and third Wednesday at the very minimum um, every, every month. And so I thought this could be something special because the podcast is now entering its fourth year. Wow. Wow. Um, this is actually pretty amazing because again, uh, most podcasts don't make it past. I believe it's like somewhere between 12 and 24 episodes. So the fact that we are now over a hundred episodes uh, speaking to leaders all across the world, from Germany to Pakistan to 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 Europe and the U.S. and South America, um, from leaders such as 
um, uh, corporate executives. We've had uh, directors of government agencies on. We've had actors. We've had Olympians. We've had um, comedians. We've had um, people big in the in the style industry. Um, oh, it feels like we've had people from every industry. So if you think there's some industries we haven't hit that we need to be hidden, please, again, put that in the comment. We'd love to hear back from you. And then we can identify some exceptional leaders in that area. Um, and today I wanted to share with you uh, uh, just some thoughts on my mind as we prepare to go into 2024 and what you can do to position yourself for an exceptional 2024, the best year that you could ever have um, since before 2024, because the plan is that you take the strategies I share today and you apply it to 2025 and 2026 and every year moving forward will be your best year. That is what we're looking for. That's the result we're looking for. Not just a one time, but a, but, a, but an over and over consistent system that you can utilize to, to make sure you and your teams are reaching your goals. So I'm going to get into this because I, again, I'm not going to this may be a shorter episode just because it's just me up here talking. And then, and I, I know how I can get when I get rolling. So I'm going to try to be very intentional with, with keeping the conversation to specific points I want to make. Okay. Cause you know where I can go. You know where I can go. Okay. Let's get going. First things first. I'm off this week. <laughs> it may not seem like it because I'm here talking to you, um, but I am off this week. I, I'm a huge, huge proponent of taking time and space to reflect on on the wins, the goals, successes that you've had prior to. Um, and so at the beginning of every quarter, I actually take an entire week off. My team takes the week off. Um, none of us work because I, I allow space and time for them to also reflect on the accomplishments they've had, what's worked, what didn't work, you know, what they may need to be thinking about doing differently, whether it be professionally or personally, or you know, for, for the organization. Um, the reflection is really important. So I'll share with you really quickly some of my reflections, again, very briefly. Um, this past year, I, I, I published my, my third book, um, Relationships at Work, Four Simple Steps to Building Intentional Connections in Business and in Life. Um, this was a, uh, oh my God, this is what well, you also know I had a baby. So that's my first baby. My real baby is Oka. Oka's freaking beautiful. I don't think he'll be joining us today because he's a little sick. Um, but um, so my second baby is the is this book. And it was a labor of love because so many people over the years have consistently asked me, you know, how do I build connections with my stakeholders, with my team members, with my with, with potential uh, potential future employers? There is a system to this. So many people always ask, well, I'm an introvert, so I can't do this. Or I'm an extrovert. I should be a professional. That should be easy, but I'm still not hitting my goals. Um, and so I actually wrote this book specifically to help those individuals who, who have aspirations to grow more um, and to be bigger and larger than who they are today. Um, for whatever reason, again, there's are, there are reasons to it. Um, many people... Are, are 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 cautious, and I'm going to talk about this in my next point. But they're cautious about about wanting more and and desiring more. Um, they so many of people just just feel like, well, this is my lot in life, and to to pursue anything more than that um, is, is 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 greedy. Um, and I'll tell you, that's not your fault. 
Um, that is what we have been conditioned to believe. You may not believe me once I get rolling of this, because this is a topic that I'm consistently giving keynotes and talks about. Um, the reality is that we are pushed to be average. And I talk about this in the book, Relationships at Work, but we are pushed to be average. And you may say, no, I'm not, Alex. You know, the, the government doesn't want me to be average. And this doesn't matter what country you're in. Um, we're pushed to be average. We're pushed to, to fit in, to be like everyone else. And if you think about being like everyone else, not standing out by definition, that is average. You're being the average person. And, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. But I promise you, the vast majority of you do not want average. The vast majority of you want more. You want to not have to worry about your paycheck month to month to month. You want to not have to be afraid that if someone gets sick in your family, it's going to completely um, deplete all of your resources. You, you want to spend more time with your friends and family and not have to go worry about going into financial debt and strength. And then, oh my God, I took some time off. Now I got to go and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stressed out because I got to catch up on all this work. Oh my God, is my boss going to fire me? The economy's bad. Like, no one wants to be in those types of situations, but so many of us have been conditioned to believe that this is life. Life is to just be in this situation. Now, yeah, there are people who, who aren't in those situations. They're, they're living a good life, but, but you know what? They're blessed. They're, they're, there's something special about them. You know, they're just lucky. But for me and mine, this is the life that we need to be resigned to. Um, it's false. It's BS. I, I don't believe in it at all. And again, I talk about this in great detail in the book as well as in my talk. There is a way, there is a very intentional way that you and I can go about um, and how every successful leader has gone about elevating themselves from what is the quote unquote average to the best version of themselves, right? So the first thing I wanted to say, I, I'm super proud of that book. I mean, it, it took a lot of energy and resources and, and, and people pouring into me to, to bring all those strategies and techniques and tools to the table in one concise place that you all can utilize to, to reach your goals. So that's the first thing. Um, the second is I had the opportunity to, to share the stage on a keynote with James Ree. Um, if you don't know who James Ree is, one, Google him. Freaking, the guy's amazing. He's the, uh, the former executive chairman and CEO of Ashley Stewart, which is the, um, a U.S.-based company that produces over $650 million in revenue um, annually. The guy is magnificent, awesome. I loved sharing the stage with him on our, our big event that we did together. Um, and he's now the, currently the founder of the, the Red Helicopter. Um, but I was, I mean, to, to, to be able to share this stage with such a leader, um, and, and, and then do that keynote was just a highlight of the year, honestly. Um, and again, it does not beat my hat. My son, my son is the highlight. He is the highlight. Um, but he's that, but, but being on the stage with, uh, sharing the stage with James Reed was, was wonderful. Um, and the, the, the second one was, um, I, he was the keynote speaker for the U S commodity futures, 
um, uh, trading commission this year. They did their first ever event as they um, in this magnitude, both in person and across the country. It was a hybrid event. I got to you know be there, speaking on the stage, working with the commissioners, working with the with the with the chairman, um, and just speaking into and pouring life and motivation, and inspiration to so many leaders across the country. Um, I, I can't tell you how how gratifying it was and just how, you know, uh, it's made me feel good, you know? And I, I bring this up to start off with because you, I'm saying you, um, so many people, because if you're listening to this, I mean, you're one, you're one of the people I'm talking to. It means you're an ambitious leader. You're someone who wants more for himself. You, you, you're someone who who's willing to work and do what it takes to to reach your particular goals. That, that is who you are. The challenge with being ambitious is that way too many of us forget to clock our wins. You, you, you start going, you go and you go and you, you set a goal, you hit the goal. OK, you keep going you keep, and you set a goal, you hit the goal. But you don't take a second to pause and reflect. Oh, my God. I'm. I'm pretty badass. Like, look, look what I, I made happen. Look the the team I led. Look at the, the the product I produced. Look at the people I brought together. Oh my God! Like, I I am I I am that guy. I'm that girl. I am that dude. I am that person. Like, like it, reflecting on your wins gives you the energy the motivation, the inspiration, the, the knowing, the confidence that as you move forward in your life, you will produce more. And I'll tell you, when you take the time to reflect on those wins and gains over the last year, over the last quarter, over the last even week at times, I promise you, it will help you get over those instances of imposter syndrome. Oh, something we all deal with, right? And it is so weird. It's those individuals who are consistently killing it, who who, who stay with and, and sit with imposter syndrome, believing that they're not good enough, that one day someone will find them out. I can't tell you how many executive leaders who I've invited to the podcast we jumped on a call. We we talked about you know what the podcast would do and how 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 so many people would benefit from from the, the, their stories and their ideas and their advice, and they would all say not all obviously a great show, but the the ones I'm thinking about right now would say, Alex, this is great what you're doing. This is great. Um, I believe that we need more leaders doing this. To sharing the story, sharing how they failed, how challenging it can be, and why being a leader is rewarding and hard. But I just don't feel like I'm the right person. I don't feel like I have accomplished enough to, to be able to speak positivity and empowering other people. And I'm like, hold up. What are you talking about? You're the deputy assistant secretary for an agency. Hold up. You're the, you're the CEO of a massive startup. Why do you not believe that you can... I had someone reach out to me. I, I was talking about it. Literally, literally a billionaire. Literally a billionaire. If I mentioned that person's name, everyone on here would be like, what? And they were also, hey, you know, I just don't think I have much to, to provide and, and push into when you're talking about leadership and success. And I'm like, ah, this is those, those that, that internal narrative that we have for ourselves. Um, 
And we can, I tell you, I'm telling you right now, it can be changed. You can, it's not, it's not easy. Because I still deal with it myself. Every time I come into a stage, I'm telling you, it looks like Alex is killing Alex up here. He's feeling calm. But it's like uh, like Eminem uh, before he got on the stage and did his rap, you know, <laughs> like eight mile. Like I, I'll be in that bathroom, get myself pumped, doing do my lose yourself in the music. The moment you want it, you better never let it go. Oh, that is me pumping myself up to make sure I can push myself onto that stage. And once I get on that stage, we kill it every time, every time. But even I deal with those, that internal narrative that, oh my God, someone's going to find me out one day. And so what I can do when I do help, what helps me push against that, 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 that bias that I have against myself is to, to do the reflection and see what have I actually accomplished? This is not about feelings. This is not about kumbaya. This is about facts. What did I accomplish over this last year, over this last six months, over the last 90 days, over the last week? That's data. That's hard data that I can't even argue myself against. So when I talk about reflection, I'm encouraging you to take some time over the next week or two to reflect on what are the successes, what are the gains that you have had over this past year? And again, over the past 90 days, and over the last week. What have you won? Where, where have your wins been? And sometimes wins can even be small because sometimes we're going through a difficult and trying time. And so, you know what? My win is just, I got out the bed and got a shower today. That's a win. That's a win for some people. Shoot, I just got, my my, my son is sick. It, it was his first cold. And you know, I, I felt so horrible because the guy is, He's always on, like he's just like he's just like his father and mother. <laughs> he's just always smiling and, and engaged and laughing. Like everyone, everyone loves talking to him because he actually his name is Oka, which means basically not only will he be successful in his own life, but he will he will shine a a bright light and lighten the way for everyone around him. And everyone who meets him just smiles and happy. And this last couple of days, as he's sick, he is doing his best to smile. Like it is, it, it, it's great. He's, he's just, he's trying so hard. He's cracking that smile. He'll laugh every once in a while, but you see his energy is low. He's not sleeping as much. And and for me and my wife, that means that we're not sleeping as much and we're worried. And so last night when he got a few more hours of sleep than he had before, that was a win. That's a win. So I'm encouraging you, take the time to reflect on those wins, those, those gains that you had. Because in your only focus on what you haven't done, I promise you, that does not motivate you consistently over the long run. When you're talking about renewable energies, let's talk about renewable energies, right? Yes, you can you can use that gasoline. That, again, I'm not saying anyone is better than the other because I, I do work in, the, in, the, in that industry as well. But you, know, you can use gasoline, absolutely. And it'll get you where you need to be. And then the gasoline's gone. When you have that renewable energy, it'll get you to where you need to be. And then it gets you the next place and the next place and the next place. So again, that 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 focusing on what you haven't accomplished, that maybe that gasoline that some of you use to, to get, you, get you moving forward. Oh my God, I haven't got this done. Let me stress myself up to keep moving. Okay, yeah, great. That can keep you going for a minute, but at some point you become, you can become drained. Oh my God, I'm so tired. Why have I, why am I never winning? Well, you are, you're just not recognizing it. 
Okay. Okay. I know. Again, I told y'all I was going to try to be very intentional. I wasn't going to go talking too long. So next thing I want to talk about is your goal setting. Man, goal setting. There, there are a reason that many people struggle with goal setting. So when I, when I do my um my executive coaching, I, the first thing I ask them, the first thing I ask them, what do you want? What do you want? It seems like an easy question, huh? I, I want you to answer this. What do you want? This is a question that most people struggle with. And I'll show you what happens. So I say, okay, okay. So for her first session, um, okay, what do you want? What do you want your personal life to look like? What do you want your professional life to look like? Well, Alex, you know what? I, I'm not worried too much about anything else. I've done pretty well in life. Okay, okay, great. So what do you want? Well, you know, I don't really need much. You know, maybe, maybe I just, you know, maybe my family like hiking, but you know, that, that's something we don't. Okay, 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 I got it. I got you like hiking. Okay, but, but what do you want, Alex? I just, I'm not one of those people. I'm pretty simple. These are the answers I receive from people making a hundred grand, making 60 grand, making 400 grand. It doesn't matter how much they're making. It doesn't matter how successful they've been in their career thus far. I get the same types of answers every single time. And it's BS. Because we all know we want something. Now, I'm going to tell y'all a secret. Okay, this is, again, I normally, y'all getting the good stuff. I normally am paid to be on a stage to talk about this stuff. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I'll ask you a question. What do you need? Not you. Let's just make this broad. What do humans need in order to survive? What do humans need in order to survive? Think about it. Put your answers in the chat. I'm going to give you the answer in a second, but I want to hear you and see your answers. I want to put your answers in the chat in the comment section. What do humans need to survive? Okay. Ready for the answer? Food, water, oxygen. Food, water, and oxygen. That's it. Some people may say, oh, Alex, they need love. Well, I promise you there's people out there right now who don't have someone who loves them, but they're still alive. They may say, Alex, they need shelter. Well, don't you think there are people out there right now who don't have shelter who's still alive? The reality is, is that humans need three things, food, water, oxygen. Past that, everything else is a want. Everything else is a want. So then if everything else in your life is a want, why not want the best? Why not want the best relationship with your family? Why not want the, the best working situation for yourself? Why not want that 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 beautiful house on in, in, on the lake or in the forest or in the city or in the, on the countryside, wherever it is that you are interested in? Why not want what you want? Well, there's a reason. We're afraid. First ones, we're afraid. We're, we're afraid that if we want something bigger than us and we fail, then who are we? Are we worth it? Are we worth less? 
There's a huge fear when it comes to wanting something more and greater. So we keep those little desires to ourselves. Second, they, 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 they believe that wanting is bad because we've been socialized to believe that wanting is dead. See, if I want this, if I want this much and that person over there, then that means I'm taking something from them. Oh my God, I'm a bad person. Oh, I'm so bad. That's not true. That's not true at all. I can, I can grind all day. And as long as I'm doing what I'm doing legally, ethically, and morally, it don't impound that impact that person negatively. They shoot, they can jump on the bandwagon with me and we can kill it together. But the fact that you want to do something and you put in the effort to do it does not have to negatively impact anyone else. But we're socialized to believe that if I want so much, then I'm taking from someone else. And that is not the game. And, and, and finally, again, there's a couple other, if I want to talk really briefly, there is too much noise. People don't know what they want because they're consistently looking at social media. They're consistently looking at everyone else and what everyone else has and say, oh, shoot, well, they have that. I guess maybe I should have that. Uh, if, if I had that, I would be like them. I would have the same credibility as them. I would have the same uh, luxury as them, lifestyle as them. Maybe I'd be happy. So they, then, okay, some of them they finally get the energy, the motivation to say, okay, I want that. And they go after it and they work hard and they achieve it because, you know, if you utilize the strategies in my book, Relationships at Work, if you utilize the strategies I talk about in my talks and in, in, in my courses, you will reach those goals as well. You're, as long as you're willing to put in the energy and effort to utilize those strategies to get there, you will reach those goals. And then you know what? You won't be happy because you didn't achieve your goals. You achieved someone else's goals. You didn't identify and take the time to reflect and figure out what you wanted. You looked at what someone else had and said, oh, they want that and they look happy. So I must want that too in order to be happy. And the reality is most of them aren't even happy with what they have. They're just showing it. Okay, y'all see me up here preaching today. <laughs> if you're liking what I'm putting down, please share some ideas and thoughts. I love you hear your reactions in, in, in the comment section. Um, so again, I, I love to 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 come and speak to you, whether it be executive coaching or or speak at your next event or training your organization. Um, but these two things I've talked about right, right quick, I promise you, reflection and appropriate goal setting will help you have the best year you have ever had. If you do it the right way, you'll have the best year you ever had every single year. But I got one more, one more idea and one more, one more thing I have to share with you. Your words have power. So I, I again, I wish I had my boy in here. I want to show him the guy's freaking cute again. So he's like five and a half months right now. And, and I was reflecting on this. Ha, re, re, using our words today, reflection. I was reflecting on it. So when we try to feed him now, it is difficult. <laughs> in the beginning, when he was just like, you know, weeks old, um, I just, you know, you gave him a bottle, he ate. And he was he was content. He was focused. Got his food done. He was done. He was good. Everything was good. Now the guy is looking everywhere. Oh, my God. What's going on here? Smiling, laughing, wanting to play, stop eating, do something, come back, eat. Oh, my. It is more, much more difficult feeding this little guy than it was in the back in the day. Back in the day, he's only five months. Uh, 
<laughs> but but the reason I bring this up is because one day I was speaking and I was talking to my wife as I was feeding him. I'm like, oh man, this guy is just like, he is so nosy. He is looking everywhere. And my wife said, Alex, he's not nosy. He's inquisitive. And I took a second. I paused. I said, you're right. <laughs> he's not nosy. He's inquisitive. And just like that, everything I thought about him changed. It was no longer an annoyance. It was like, wow, this guy is so inquisitive. He's so aware. It, everything I thought about him, how I interact with him, all everything, all the behaviors changed based off some words. Why am I saying this? Because your words matter. Your words matter. When you're talking to your staff and you're telling them things, oh, that person's, you can't get this done. You're lazy. You're, you're not a great writer. Not only are you changing that person's behaviors, but you're changing your own. Because as you begin to speak into that person, you then begin to believe the things you say and you begin to act based off of your beliefs. Oh, that person can't write. Oh, no, no, they can't write. Okay, I guess I'm not going to give them that opportunity or give her that opportunity or give them that opportunity. Or, or I gave them that opportunity. Now I'm going to look so closely into what they wrote to make sure I can find every single thing that I would have done differently. It only got to be wrong. Just what I would have done differently. All started with words, but it doesn't stop there. Again, this 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 session right now, this is about you. So I use the example of your team, but this also goes for you. When when you say, "Oh, you know, I get this done, but I'm lazy." What do you think you're doing? You're speaking that into yourself. Your brain registers that you're lazy. Then you begin to behave as if you're lazy because we we as humans want to be in, in congruent. We want to be in alignment, right? We, we need and we seek alignment. So if we're saying something, it is very difficult for us to behave in a different way. So when you say, I can't do this, when you say, I'm just not smart enough, I'm just not dedicated enough, I, I'm, I'm unable to prioritize, I... Any of those things that you are speaking into yourself, just realize that you're not only speaking those words, but you're changing your behaviors, which ultimately change your outcomes. Your words have power. <sighs> See, I told you I might end up preaching on today's session. So... <laughs> If y'all think I should do some more of these, 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 these me and you talking uh, episodes, let me know. Just let me know in the chat section. I'm always I'm always really excited to talk about this stuff. But, you know, I also love bringing on my guests because we be getting into some really cool, interesting topics. And I know I learn a lot. So, look, I'm going to tell you right now as we begin to wrap up, you know, take the time. Take the time to to reflect on on your gains, your wins. Then take the times to identify your goals, not some simpy, whimsly, small, safe goals. Understand what do you want? 
What do you want? And again, that's a harder question than you may think about. Well, when you start going through it and you start trying to identify what you want and then try to make them measurable, ooh, that's some good stuff right there. I promise you, reach out to me. You can find me in my executive coaching at gpsleadership.org. If you'd like to have me come and speak at your next event, that's alextremble.com. And I'll tell you, actually, I'm going to last one, one last thing, because um, this is something big for me this year. So I'm going to share this with you. When you are thinking about your goals, it's very easy for us to, to begin to believe that reaching our goals is about doing things differently. Right? Yeah. And when we think about that, we then say, okay, I'm going to now start doing this, this, and that. I'm going to start reading a book every week. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start reaching out and building connections with, let's say, 15 people a month. Great. That's good. I'm going to take on some new roles, mm, some developmental opportunities. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, fill in the blank. As you're thinking about what you're going to accomplish in 2024, I promise you, you're starting to think about already, what are you going to do? What's just as important is identifying what you are going to let go of. I learned this quote a while ago. I can't remember who said it, but I've been ringing in my head every day. I give up something of lesser value to gain something of greater value. The, the reality is, and I'm being, a, I'm a literalist. I'm being very literal right now. The reality is, is there is no such thing as free time. There is, I'm going to say it again. There is no such thing as free time time. It doesn't exist. You have no free time. You have no extra time. Every single minute and every single second of every single day is currently being used. Whether you are using it working, using it sleeping, using it watching YouTube, using it watching videos, using it playing video games, using it playing with your kids, using it going on dates, using it on traveling, using it on whatever it is, every single moment of every single day is currently being used. What does that mean? That means that in order to fit new things into your day, you must remove something out of your day. In order to read another book, you now have to make space for the time to read that book. You got to remove something. In order to travel, right? If you're going to go somewhere, that means you have to be a gone for a period of time, that means you have to remove something out of your life to make that space. In order to, to, to get to the next level and become that senior level executive, you're going to have to gain new skills, new relationships, new opportunities, which means that you're going to have to remove things out of your plate to make space for those new opportunities, the new spaces, the new relationships. 
there is no such thing as free time. So what am I saying? I'm saying right now, I'm asking you to, as you're developing your goals, think about how much time, how much energy, how much money, how much other resources will be required to reach those goals. And then you're going to have to look back at your life and say, okay, what am I going to remove in order to make space for these new activities? If I'm, if I got to spend more money on something, I mean, I got to spend less money on something else. If I'm going to spend more time on something, I got to spend more less time on something else. If I'm going to dedicate more energy to something, I got to dedicate less energy to something else. For me, this has been a, it's been hard. As the, the founder of my own organization, I've been running this company for the last 13 years. And we do training, consulting, and, 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 and speaking, and, and, and coaching, and, and all these things. I did it for so long, and it got to the point where I, I realized where my passion lies. My passion lies in speaking into the lives of those around me. And motivating people, inspiring people, and helping them create the lives that they can, that they want, the desire to not only perform well in the workplace, but to have the space, the energy, the time to spend with their families. That is what my passion, that's where my passion lies. And the only way for me to do that, to focus my energy on, on speaking at conferences and, and talks and things like that, and doing my executive coaching, the only way to do that was for me to let let go of things of lesser value to me. Real quick, lesser value doesn't mean important, less important, right? Something provides me a value. Just because something doesn't provide me a value doesn't mean that it's not important. So I had to build a team. So I have, I have a team of trainers. I have a team of consultants. I have other coaches who are on my bench now that I can't coach all the time. And if I'm going to be coaching the individuals how I really want to coach, I I got to have other coaches on the team because I have people coming in who want coaching on other things. So I, I, I'm, I'm encouraging you. Take some time. Think about what you can, should, will release from your life. What will you delegate? That's a big distinction really quickly. What will you delegate to someone else? And what will you just simply release? Because it is no longer important. <laughs> How many of y'all doing reports right now that no one reads? How many of y'all doing things right now that you just are doing because you've always done it? Because that's the way it's been done. But no one cares. Some of those things just need to be released. Like Elsa said, let it go. <laughs> Hey, look, I have had so much, I've had so much fun just being with you here today. Um, <laughs> again, I, I let me know what y'all think. Y'all like these, these one-off sessions where it's just me. If you do, maybe I'll do, I'll, I'll slip some more in this year. Cause again, I love spending time with you. Um, but I, I encourage you, please do click the like, click the subscribe, um, share, share your comments and share the episode, at least two people today. Um, I love to come speak at your next event and or and talk about a coaching relationship with you and your executive team. Um, again, 
Uh, you can find me at alextrumble.com. That's where a lot of my public speaking stuff and then my business stuff in regards to our coaching and our training and the workshops and consulting. That is at gpsleadership.org. Either way, you can reach either site and you can get with our team. We have people on both sides. It's actually cool to say we have people. <laughs> hey, look, I, I love and appreciate all of you. I wish you the best possible 2024. As always, I encourage you. No, I almost said it. Don't just, I almost didn't say it. Don't just look back, reach back. If you found anything of value from today, don't keep it to yourself. Don't say that person over there should have been here. Reach back, bring them to the table, and even more importantly, bring the content to them. As always, I encourage you to stay strong, stay positive, and definitely stay moving. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Executive Appeal with Alex Trumbull. I invite you to follow The Executive Appeal wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me, your host, Alex Trumbull, across all socials or via email for exclusive webinars, courses, and speaking engagements on continued topics of executive leadership. So until next time, stay strong, stay positive, and definitely stay moving.